Thanks for listening to the Cool Church Podcast. This is Joanne Wilson, co-pastor at Cool Church. We're praying that wherever you are on this journey, that this message encourages you. And we want you to know that you were created out of love. And now, here's today's message. I promise you this will be the shortest message you ever hear me preach. Because I don't want to interrupt the moment, but I do want to interject. I want to interject for a moment because you can be in a moment of praise and worship like this. And when it lingers, you might be asking yourself, like, why am I even here? You might find yourself in a moment of worship like this. And you might say, man, I know what I did before I got here. I don't even think I'm worthy to be in this moment right now. You might find yourself in a moment of worship like this and and you look at the faith on other people and you say, I wish I had faith like that. We do that because so often, so many of us are not free to praise. We see other people with that freedom other people with that reckless abandon and we want it for ourselves. And today I just want to take a moment to look at somebody in God's word that understood that they were free to praise. I'm going to give you a moment off your feet for a moment, but get ready because by the time this is said and done, I want you to, you think we praised already? I want you to praise with a freedom you never praised with before. Not just for the people in this room. Some, like, some of y'all this whole time you've been watching, you've been folding clothes. Some of you this whole time you've been watching, you've been sitting on your couch. But I pray that by the time this is said and done, you experience praise and worship in a whole new way. As to where you just can't even hold it any longer. Where you find yourself doing things that don't even make sense because you just want to give the God the glory for everything that he's already done for you. Today, I promise you, I'm going to take a brief moment. I was reading this in my Bible in 2 Samuel chapter 16, starting at verse 12. We read 12 to 15 in verses 20 and 22, and they read something like this. It says, King David was told, the Lord blessed the household of Obed-Edom and everything he has because of the ark of God. You have no idea how long David was trying to get the ark back into his kingdom. The ark is where the presence of God sat. It was the, the mercy seat. and where that, that ark was so powerful, if people touched it, they would die. You had to be careful around the presence of God. Don't play with the presence of God. Whole nother sermon. It says, verse 13, it says, excuse me, verse 12, it says, so David went to bring up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. I love this. It says, when those who were carrying the ark of the Lord had taken six steps, he sacrificed a bull and a fattened calf. Look at verse 14. Wearing a linen ephod. I love this. Underline this. David was dancing before the Lord with all his might. Mm -mm -mm. Verse 15. While he and all Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and sounds of trumpets. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michael, daughter of Saul, who would have been the wife of David. Look at this. Look at this. 
This is going to remind you of some haters in your life. She watched Saul from a window. And when she saw King, excuse me, she watched David from a window. When she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him with all her heart. Man, look at this, verse 20. When David returned home to bless his household, Michael, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, how the king of Israel has distinguished himself today. She was being petty. Going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants as a vulgar fellow would. Mm. David said to Michael, <laughs> man, this is funny. He says, it was before the Lord who chose me rather than your father or anyone else in his house when he appointed me over the ruler of the Lord's people. Talk about shots fired. I was better than your daddy. That's why I'm here and he's not. But this, this, this is my favorite part. He says, I will celebrate before the Lord. Verse 22. I will become even more undignified than this. Oh, you think you've seen something? Oh, I got more for you. He says, and I will be humiliated in my own eyes. But these slave girls you speak of, I will be held in honor. Today, if you're taking notes on this brief thought before we praise a little bit more, I just want to talk about being free to praise. On this Independence Day, let's be free to praise. Amen? Father God, I thank you once again for this day. This is the day that you have made, God. Let us rejoice and be glad that, God, I thank you that before the earth began to spin on this axis, you knew each and every person that would listen to this message. And God, I pray that they break the shackles of their praise. Some people have been chill in the spirit way too long. But we're living in dangerous times. And we cannot afford to be calm in your presence. We must become undignified. We must be free to praise for all that you have done. God, I pray that I would lie down as you rise up. God, I pray that these words would not be, be my own, but I pray that they would come directly from your throne room of grace. God, I pray that hearts, minds, and ears will be receptive to hear a message that will always be about Jesus. I pray these things in Jesus' name. And everyone said, everyone said, give Jesus a shout of praise one time. Team, don't go far. I promise you this won't take long. If I had to think about one word to describe King David, it would be passion. David was probably the most passionate person in the entire Bible. He was a man after God's own heart. If David lived in 2021, I promise you he would have a reality TV show. He could be on Man vs. Wild. This guy killed a lion and a bear and lived in a cave. Bear grills, watch out. He could have been on Ultimate Fighter. He killed Goliath, man. He was taking on the biggest fighters of all times. He could have been on Love and Hip Hop. He was a songwriter, and his life was always surrounded by drama. <laughs> David, if we want to be real, he could have been on The Real Housewives of Jerusalem. <laughs> and all the wives would have come from his house. He had seven in all, and you know Bathsheba would have been the main character. Bathsheba and the crew throwing drinks in each other's faces again. David, his life was surrounded by drama. But he did not allow his drama to dictate his praise. David, in all moments, the man after God's own heart, he lived passionately and he praised passionately. 
See, I think a lot of us get into this place that because our lives are surrounded by drama, we allow the drama to create a prison for our praise. David says, the more drama I got, the more I'm a prey. It's like when people's lives are surrounded by drama and they run from God's house instead of running to God's house. See, David always knew the thing that was going to get him back on track or get him refocused when life seemed to be so out of focus. David was so passionate, he understood that no matter what drama was going on in his life, David understood that there was freedom from the drama of his life with praise. Man, y'all should just play the keys behind me so it sounds spiritual the whole time. And there's only one point I got for you today. That's why you really should play. I only got one thought. And if you hear nothing else, hear this. Freedom to praise is an undignified praise. It ain't a normal praise. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within. You ain't breaking no chains like that. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. You ain't scaring the enemy with that. Freedom to praise is an undignified praise. David was the anointed king of Israel and he had to live in a cave because the then king at the time, Saul, wanted to kill him. You ever knew you were anointed to do something but you had to sit in the background while somebody else took your spot? This is what David had to do. He lived in the cave and the downtrodden and the discontent all surrounded him. People with drama came to surround the person with drama, but he did not allow their drama to dictate his praise. David, in all of it, when he finally steps into his anointing, he gets excited because the house of Obed-Edom they had held on to the ark, and the Bible says that literally blessings came upon the house because the presence of God was there. Let me tell somebody right now, I don't care what you got going on in your house. You better pray that the presence of God is there because when the presence of God is in your house, your home will be surrounded by blessings. This is why we take oil and anoint our homes. This is why we take oil and anoint our husbands and wives and anoint our children because when the presence of God is there, your life will be surrounded by favor. And David says, uh-uh. I can't have all this favor at Obed-Edom's house and it's not in mine. I'm the king. So they went and they got the ark. And when they got the ark, David, man, he started getting crazy. He started taking off his Versace. He started taking off his Givenchy. Whatever the king would wear at the time. And he started to praise. The Bible said that he wore a linen ephod. You know linen, man. It's like a see-through garment. Man, he, he was dancing like only David did. He was dancing so much clothes just began to fall off. Keep your clothes on, please. But I'm just saying, David worshiped so hard that nothing, I believe that his clothes falling off was a physical manifestation of what was happening in his spirit. Layers began to fall off when he began to pray. It said that David danced in front of the ark with all his might. He was June bugging harder than anybody that had ever June bugged in all of his. I mean, he was hitting that thing. And he wasn't doing it for the gram, he was doing it for God. He was hitting it. 
The Bible says that he literally leaped in the presence of God. I mean, some of us during worship will stay in our chairs, but David shows us a posture that says, I cannot even stay connected or grounded. I want to get as close to God as possible. So if I got to leap up to get closer to my creator, I don't want any shackles on my feet. I just want to praise the way that he called me to praise. He leaps in the presence of God, the Bible says, 2 Samuel 6, 14, wearing the linen ephod, David danced with all of his might. But while David was minding his own business in worship, his hater came along. You ever been worshiped and you just feel the presence of your haters in your worship? <sighs> Man, the Bible says, 2 Psalm 6, 16, it says, Michael, who would have been his wife, the daughter of Saul, the non-anointed king of Israel. It says that she despised him with all of her heart. David just wanted to give God praise. He wanted to worship with reckless abandon. And the person that should have been the closest to him despised him the most. You know what that tells me? I don't worship based on my family. I don't worship based on my friends I worship for me because sometimes it's the people that are closest to you that will despise you for your praise some people ain't free to praise because of the presence of their haters you just want to lift up God but you can feel the eyes burning your back you want to raise your hands, but you know he or she has been talking about you. They despise you because they see how close to God you are. Don't let somebody's hate make you feel separate from God. You're closer to God than you think you are. Your brokenness does not distance you from God. It brings you close. And people just don't want to see you have the relationship that they don't have themselves. So they hate on you. She despised him. And I've seen it so many times, man, growing up in church. People that should be strong in their praise, they don't praise because they're so conscious of who's watching them. Even in a moment like this, even in a time like this, people are still conscious. Who might see me if I raise my hands too high? Who might hear me if I sing? off key who might judge me if I jump and don't stay on the ground who might judge me if I give everything to praise the one who is worthy of all the praise but I just want to tell somebody today man some of y'all way too chill in the presence of God you way too relaxed man I don't cry because I'm trying to impress you the presence overwhelms me I'm not on my knees to try to show you I'm spiritual. I can't stand in the presence of God. My presence is the God's presence, man. It's for me. And in a moment, I don't care who else is in the room. I'm going to give him what's due. And I'm not going to allow the way I worship to be dictated by someone watching. You might have to jump a little bit in your praise. You might have to sing a little off key in your praise. You might have to clap a little offbeat 
in your praise. You might have to shout a little bit in your praise. You might have to get a little crazy in your praise. You might have to look at your neighbor and say, man, give me a little bit of room. We sitting too close right now. Give me six feet, and it ain't because of COVID. I just need room to get with my God. And I love David, because when Michael hated on him, he said, oh, you think that's something? I'm about to get more undignified than this. That's the problem when we come to church. We think we got to come to church together like we got it all figured out. We got to have the right thing on. We got to sound the right way. Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored and you broken inside. I got to get myself together for God can get me together. If you can get yourself together, what would you need God for? No. I'm a mess in here today. I got stuff going on. I definitely don't have it all figured out. Sometimes I even got doubts, but I'm not worried about what you think about me. I know that I need God more than anybody else in this room. I need y'all to understand today, the reason that David could praise the way he prays, cause he knew what he was going through. People can't tell you how to praise cause people don't know your problems. Tell you something. What David knew, I'm gonna use my drama to fuel my praise. I'm gonna use my issues to fuel my praise. Sometimes you gotta use that deadbeat boss to dance a little bit. Sometimes you gotta use those fake friends for faith. Sometimes you gotta use that sickness to sing. Sometimes you gotta use that depression to dance. Sometimes you got to use the things that don't make no sense to do the things that God has called you to do. That's why I don't hold back in this moment. That's why I can't sit down in this, this moment. I will bless the Lord with all my soul and all that is within me. Don't judge me for my undignified praise because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And because Jesus freed me, I can shout. I know today has been different and it's been a special day, but the truth of the matter is as much as we want to celebrate independence, as much as we want to celebrate freedom in our worship, man, there's people that are not free in their spirit. And you can sing and you can dance and you can clap and you can praise, but are you really free on the inside? You see, I love Jesus. Because Jesus says that holding them sunsets free is free indeed. If you want to put real weight to your praise and real weight 
to your worship. You got to be free in your spirit. I said it at the very beginning of this entire uh, message today that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I pray that there's some people today that found freedom in their worship. Maybe this might be the first time you ever raised your hands in a worship service. Maybe this might be the first time you ever closed your eyes or sang out loud. I pray that you experience freedom in the physical, but not more than I pray that you experience freedom in your spirit. Today, if you want to live with that type of freedom, there's only one way. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father except through me. If you truly want to experience freedom today, you can find freedom through the salvation in Jesus Christ. Today, if you want that, no matter where you are, I want you on the count of three. I want you to raise your hand. You ready? It's time for some people to get free today. You want to be free from the bondage? You want to be free from the addiction? You want to be free from the shackles? Jesus died on the cross to set us all free from our sins, to set us all free from ourselves, to set us all free from our depression, to set us all free from our anxiety. All you have to do is accept him. Here we go. Count of three. One, two, three. Hold up your hand. High and up. I can't see it. God can. More than your hand, he sees your heart. He sees the heart of somebody that wants to be free, free in their spirit today. I want everybody to repeat this after me. The Bible says when you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, you're saved. You're free in Jesus' name. So I want you to repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus, I've sinned. Not proud of it, but I admit it. Today, I lay my sin down. Take it, I pray. I don't want it anymore. I reach to heaven to receive your forgiveness, to take the place of my sins. I ask that you would accept me into your wonderful family. Today, I give my life completely to you. Today, I want to be free in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, let me tell you something. You said that today and you meant it in your heart. You're free. You're free. No more shackles. No more bondage. You are free to live the life that Christ has called you to live for the thief. John 10, 10 says, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what the enemy wants to do to your life. But Jesus, he says, I have come so that you might live life and life more abundantly. What was he trying to say? I want you to live free. I want you to live free. Family, can't open up the ceiling and show you, but I promise you there's a party in heaven right now. They're celebrating you. The angels are celebrating, they're dancing, and I want y'all, you know what to do. If your family out there, start hitting those hearts, start hitting those likes, start putting those up those claps, start shaking those screens. We're going to celebrate salvation because that's what we do at Cool Church. You ready? Here we go. Count of three. We're going to cheer for our brothers and sisters that found freedom in the day like never before. Here you go. One, two, three. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for freedom, for who the sun sets free, God, is free indeed. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Man, I'm proud of you, and I know you probably already start seeing the prompts on the screen. If you made that decision today, make sure you can text us at the number there. You can type it in the chat. Man, I got free today. If you're on the coolchurch.com, there's a little hand like that. Press that button. It says, I made a decision for Jesus today. We want a record of 
your decision and we want to send you some cool stuff as well because we love you so so much well family happy independence day i'm excited about a nation's freedom but i'm more excited for people that are now free to inhabit the kingdom of heaven because they made a decision to accept jesus today family love y'all so much hey reach towards me let me bless you before you go god i thank you for the greatest people in the world the people of cool church bless them as they rise up as they lie down as they go out as they come in they're laboring in their leisure god surrounded with your presence and god i pray that today will be the greatest day of their life and i pray that the week ahead will be the greatest week of their entire life as they experience your freedom like never before in jesus name amen love you fam god bless Thank you so much for listening. To hear more messages like this one, please be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel. And if you like what you've heard, please consider sharing it with your friends because it helps so much. Don't forget to connect with us at our website, thecoolchurch.com. And always remember that you were created out of love.